0: This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets, hear it, feel it. Feel it. We have
1: it. Uzo Ajari Kumi, who is the Dean of Global Programs at African Leadership. Why entrepreneurship is seen as being so important for Africa?
0: Wow, uh, why not? I think is the is the best um, answer to that. Um, I think from from my perspective, um, I have two two awesome kids and when um you know when i when they were growing up i would always ask them well, what do you want to be what do you want to do and they never told me they wanted to be anything other than i i want to be a business person or i want to own my own job and for me that resonated negatively because i was raised to understand you know that you know entrepreneurship or trading or business at that time was, was seen negatively right um, and so I thought, no, 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 you guys, you're going to do, be a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer, you know. And, and so I actively worked towards that. Um, what I have come to find out with entrepreneurship is that it is, it is the single most important tool in the life of a young person. It creates the opportunity for young people to, to, to be creative, to, to figure out Solutions to needs to create a sense of value, not just for themselves, but for whatever society and community that they are in. Um, it creates opportunity for them to validate that they too are builders, right? They too can be creators. They too can be um, job job creators for people like themselves, um, and and possibly for older people. Um, and so. We live in a, in, a, in a society now where um, innovation is, is crucial. And the only way that I think one can begin to understand what, what that means at a deeper level of sustainability is through entrepreneurship.
1: So why do you think our parents are more inclined then to encourage their kids towards the traditional path of um, go to school, you know, get your degree, find a job, as opposed to the entrepreneurial
0: path? Because that's what they know, you know, yeah, you know we are we we learn from what we ourselves uh, have been given, you know my parents i'm a first generation graduate in my family, and my parents did what they thought was best, right um i'm Nigerian, um, you know colonial times, you know when uh, when during that period it was recognized that if you wanted to go to you know to be somebody you had to go to school your education was the key and then when you get into education the world is your oyster and so the perception was always that if you weren't able to go to school then you are either not intelligent dumb um, and you didn't have what it takes and so parents like myself have learned that you know there is this linear path you know you go to school Then you get a job, then you get married, then you have babies. You know, that is the linear path. Um, And so when we are in a a society now where many of those traditions and beliefs that were held so sacredly by our parents um, no longer seem to be as important, we have become destabilized you know um you know it's in our time that you heard gatia gatia what do you mean gatia no 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 you here is the line this is it. you follow it your sister did this your brother did this your auntie and your this is the path to follow um, and so um, as parents we find ourselves in a state of anxiety because the world has presented a different perspective our children have seen it many of us don't recognize um you know the the world of technology as our children do they are more savvy than we are they have new language that we sometimes you know you can sit and listen to your child all day and only hear is and was because of the language saviness the the slang and the different way in which they communicate um and so we are anxious parents are, are more and more anxious to um to to make uh, a world that they feel their children will be happy in, to make a world where their children will not have to experience the hardships um, and, in quote, suffering uh, that they went through. Um, and I think that's a fallacy. You know, I think we are creating emotionally, you know, uh, we're creating children who are not as resilient as ourselves uh, because we're constantly trying to recreate or create a world that just isn't there for them
1: and just on that note how can children convince their parents that their idea is worth supporting or investing in
0: oh that is a fantastic question thank you for answering that i think i'll give you a story so my child like i told you i was very much on that path to linearship you know just go get a job and everything will be all right and my son he was 14 at the time, 15, 16 at the time. He had just come to AA. And we were having this business meeting like we would, that we would generally have. And he told me, and I was going on saying, no, 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 you should, I, think, you know, I think you should think about being a lawyer or you know, you're very good. You can talk, you can argue very well, et cetera, et cetera. And he asked me one question and he said, mommy, do you trust me? And, and that, that's through me, that's the first question. The second question is, do you trust yourself? Do you trust in what you have given me as tools, as skills, as a way forward? Do you believe you have raised me well? Oh, yeah. Um, well, those were three questions that I said, yes. Then he said, then let me believe that I can achieve what I want to achieve. Be the, the guide that I need you to be in my life and help me when I, I need need your help. Yes. And I think it's about developing young people who have the courage to tell their parents with sensitivity and in love, mommy, I love you or daddy, I love you. And I know you want the best for me. But here's what I want to do. And this is why I want to do it. And this is how you can help me. Those are the ways in which I've raised my kids. And it is not easy. Even now, (laughs) it is not easy. But I think it is the most rewarding way in which when I look back and I see them now, I have found the deepest relationship that I could ever want from my children. And I think parents should begin to see their children as, as not as extensions of themselves, but to see their young children as the next generation of leaders who will propel this continent to greater and higher things. And the only way they can do that. It is we are by their side walking hand in hand together with
1: them. I one hundred percent agree with that. Let's talk about the fact that your organization discovered that nineteen of the top twenty finalists from last year's competition had the support of their parents. What role do these parents play during the application process of the Anzisha Prize and do they continue to get involved
0: throughout the program? Yeah, I I, I think um I, I think our parents are of, of the greatest influences um, in their children's lives and I believe that when we are absolutely certain and even when we're not because this is our child and because they have demonstrated a level of um, commitment and passion to what it is that they are um, they're seeking and we can see the resilience and the, 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 uh, the you know the, the need for them to feel like oh you know what This is what we want to do. I think that galvanizes parents to do their very best. So I know um, within the context of um, Anzisha, we have had parents invest in their children's business. We've had them seek out through their networks opportunities for their children. Um, And I think what has happened is you then see more meaningful relationships, parents and their children, about their child's business. I think there's also the opportunity, particularly for a a parent who might be like me, that isn't an entrepreneur, to learn what that means and to begin to maybe imbibe some of the tools, Um, whether it's around um, understanding, you know, business in in its true sense, whether it's identifying, oh, this is this person's mission or this is this person's solution to this need, you know, understanding the terminology um, and understanding the process a child goes through um, is, a, is a refreshing um, opportunity for parents. And many of our parents at um and in ALA are learning, you know, or rather relearning um, that as, a, as an important skill uh, for their child development relationships. All right, and just before we let you go,
1: Uzo, do you really think that if parents play this role effectively, young people can create this many
0: jobs by 2030? I have no shadow of a doubt. Absolutely. Remember, we, we, they are our children. Mm. <laughs> and uh, what is even more important is we forget that. We forget that we, we our ultimate goal for, 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 uh, for any parent is to make sure that their child is successful. Now, the question for us as parents is, what does that success look like? You know, should it be a representation of myself? Absolutely not. Every parent wants their child to be better than they are. Um, And so for me, you know, um, and every parent out there, we will do what it takes. We will do what we have to do to make sure that happens. And I have no doubt that young people of today will be the generation that breaks the stronghold of um, and create a world that is more meaningful for themselves and for everybody else in it.
1: I could not agree with you more on that Uzo. I'm actually going to let my parents read this article as well so I think that they can be inspired and actually contribute um, to any of our ideas that we have you know. Thank you so much Uzo for having this conversation with us. Thank you so much. Please join
0: the Anzishe Parent Community. It's awesome. I will be there. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Definitely Thank you so much, much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vits. By, by Voice of Vits. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. 88.1. Or stream via www.vofm.co.za.